0: Hi, if you're listening to this, if you're hearing my voice right now, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, uh, from the bottom of all of me. So, pro- I guess my feet for listening. I really appreciate you, you know, checking my content out. Um, most importantly, though, is uh, this is this can get pretty rough. Uh, the content, just a general content warning. Um, we can and do talk about a lot of different very difficult topics that might be hard for some people to listen to, Um, sexual assault, um, physical abuse, verbal abuse, emotional abuse, um, rape, suicidal ideation, and self-harm. So take whatever precautions you think are necessary, and if you're having, you know, really dark thoughts, please, please, please get help.
1: Overnight shifts
0: have me all fucked up. Yeah. I like go to sleep at like eight or nine a.m. and then oh my gosh, like, uh... it's crazy. Man, all right. Uh, oh. I feel I, I always try to be like. Um, have you seen that clip of uh, Jack Nicholson before the bathroom axe scene in The Shining?
1: No, I. Um... I can't watch that movie because his he Jack Nicholson just freaks me out in general. <laughs> it's it, it's because of that movie. His face just he, yeah, his me. expressions
0: are pretty. I yeah, I know what you mean.
1: Like I can't I can't look at it he like the evil jeebies.
0: It's a behind the scenes capture. Like you just see him. He's like frantically <laughs> moving about, trying to really get that frantic manic. Um, also possessed by hotel demons energy
1: yeah okay
2: gotcha uh, yeah, that's, I don't,
0: I... that's what I'm going for here uh, I'm trying, okay. to, trying to get a I'm going to bust down the door Wendy yeah. I'm home <laughs> okay before we start uh, last week we talked about something you're going to do for yourself that weekend Yes. We had talked about, I talked about getting some beer and going, catching a movie. And you were kind of, we were both kind of in that same, same lane. Did you, did you Mm -hmm. go see Barbie?
1: Yes, I did.
0: Nice. Very cool.
1: (laughs) Yes, I did. How was it? I liked it. It was, it was really good. And then like towards the end, I cried. I already knew I was going to cry, but it was a really good movie. I liked it. All right. Um,
0: I kind of want to see it again. It was that good. Damn. Um. Thro- uh, I didn't go see Oppenheimer or Barbie. I did, however, watch something that's been on my list for years: Squid okay. Game.
2: Oh, uh, okay. finally! Was it
0: was awesome. Squid Game yeah. is really good.
1: Yeah, I've, I've. Uh... Contemplated watching that. I'm like, I kind of want to see what the hype is about.
0: Yeah, uh, same. Um, and it's it's worth it. It really is.
1: Okay, I might have to try to see it.
0: <sighs> oh, speaking of uh, Squid Game in Korea, um, I'm not sure how familiar you are, but uh, the there's a fighter named his nickname is the Korean Zombie, and uh, <laughs> yeah, on August on the 26th, he uh, he retired. After a long, long, very hard, very entertaining, very exciting career. Yeah. The Korean zombie is hanging it up.
1: That's, well, Uh. I guess, uh, congrats to him, but that does suck when really good athletes and stuff retire. (sighs) I recently watched, um, like, a... I think it's on HBO. There's, like, a thing on Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah,
0: the Golden Boy, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I was,
1: like, remembering... uh, I remember, like, a lot in our childhood, we really... The family really was into boxing.
0: Uh, Yeah, Chavez (laughs) and De La Hoya.
1: Yep, yep. And then we had uh, one of our cousins. She was training to become a female boxer
0: and she was on an hbo card i remember that
1: yeah yeah and then her trainer was michael carvajal i remember she was featured on the news too um but i was like that's pretty cool but i was like man our family was really into these into, into boxing the- especially chavez and de la jolla yeah
0: tyson like we- a little bit as well
1: mm-hmm yeah yeah that shit was crazy i'm like Mike, I wonder if that's what got you into uh, your boxing and like yes. MMA podcast. Shopping. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I was wondering, I was like, I, I wonder if this kind of inspired him to do it. Because I'm like, we religiously watched every single match. You know, we would get it on pay per view, go to someone's house. Yep. And
0: got him uh, watch... in the back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was oh, part of it. Chavez's uh, son, uh, Travis Jr., Mm-hmm. He, I went to one of his fights, in okay. in Vegas. It was against Canelo, who's who was like his, the Mexico's favorite son, his rival, right? Oh, okay, yeah. They were like jockeying for for that title, and mm-hmm. man, that was uh, that was like in the lead up. That was part of my part of the article that I wrote was okay. talking about like I grew up watching chavez like every single fight was a was a thing for the family yeah yeah so that guy 100%. was like superman to me
2: Mm-hmm.
0: so seeing his son just completely shit the bed was not the best
1: yeah i wanted to see that fight but i'm like i don't know man his dad was a fucking goat you know in the yeah. ring yeah I'm like, that's a big shoe to fill.
0: It is. And, uh, Chavez definitely, the apple fell very far from the tree. On that one? <laughs> yep. Definitely did.
1: Oh man.
0: Okay. Let's get into this. This, Okay. this being hard shell tacos. Are we putting squid in these hard shell tacos? this week who knows um, <laughs> let's, maybe yeah let's find out my name is leo i'm joined by my cousin lily we are the we were the weird kids in our very mexican households so that had maybe some advantages definitely had a lot of disadvantages
1: 100 <laughs> yeah
0: so that that adversity some people don't get to bounce back from it and become better we however did and so mm-hmm. we reflect on all of that shit here. We begin, as always, from our last recording to today. On a scale of one to five, how how, how are you doing? How are you feeling? How was it? And and pick a word, a single word to describe it.
1: Um, I'll let you go first because I'm still trying to wake up. <laughs> process, <laughs> process the week that I had. <laughs> so uh,
0: go ahead. I'm going to go with a four- for the okay. most part, it was good. Um, had some hiccups throughout. It would have been a three, but my dog, she like I saw her bounding up the stairs again. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, oh shit! So she's not that old. Okay, <laughs> that's yeah. good. So that really helped. That put the plus one that the uh, that her uh, stinky leg. Took yeah, a mi- was a minus one last time. <laughs> if I had to pick a word. Mm, I would pick tenacious. Okay. Always battling through the adversity. Um, it was. It's been for the most part good. All like those. Like I call them hiccups, rather than some, mm-hmm. something giving them a greater term, like maybe like obstacles or walls or gaps, whatever. Yeah. They were just little blips in the road. We have to just battle through that shit. And I had a. I was having a good week. This girl kind of have a crush on. Finally, text me back, so that's super awesome. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So that helps. Always a plus. Yeah, that definitely helped.
2: (laughs) That's good. Um,
1: let's see. I'm gonna. I'm also on the same boat. We're literally. The
0: (laughs) the synchronicity. What the fuck?
1: (laughs) So weird. (laughs) Um, I'm also a four. Uh, my dog. Is back to her normal self.
0: Good, look like, at that.
1: Yeah, she's uh, she's eating now. I mean, I have to put like cheese or something in her oh, food yeah, to encourage but... her to eat all of it. But she's eating again. She's you know got her peppy little stiff old lady self. You know, um, she's in a, she's in a lot better mood. She's, spry. she's Gaining weight back. Yeah, I think she just like hurt her ankle or something, uh... um, and it just put her in a very depressed mood yeah. and it freaking wrecked my entire like week but um, after she got better she was you know a little bit more sprightly and I'm like okay I don't have to take you to the vet this week like I was um, yeah. not wanting to do I'm like you're fine we're fine so yeah I'm glad she's uh, she's doing better because I'm yep. like I will lose my entire shit if uh, <laughs> I don't have her around and if it ha- like I can't go through that right now
0: um, I gave my dog I had a steak not too long Ago and it was mm-hmm. a, It was a had a bone And I okay. typically give Maggie the bone And I think she might have eaten a piece of it So she had a shank And that oh, might okay. be why she was all You know
2: oh, not yeah, feeling yeah. her
0: best
1: Yeah Yeah my dog yeah she just jumped off the She my dog you know She's 14 but she still thinks she's a puppy So she like Jumps on the couch, and then she, like, launches herself off the couch. And the one time she did that, she, like, fell flat on her, you know, back legs and hurt herself. (laughs) I'm like, so now I'm like, uh, if I see that she wants to get off the couch or the bed, I pick her up, you know, because I don't want her hurting herself. I'm like, you're not
0: as you used to be. (laughs) Uh, My dog, she stopped jumping off the top of the couch, and she climbs down now.
1: Yeah, my she started dog,
0: doing that about a year ago.
1: Okay, my dog. She's weird. Like some days she'll jump off the couch. Uh, most of the time she'll like slither off the couch. <laughs> like she lets her back legs drag off the couch, and she's been doing that since she was a puppy. Um, and like I'll sometimes guide her to do that instead of jumping up I'm like just slither on down
0: <laughs> yeah, just roll your ass off please yeah
1: I'm like just slide off the couch <laughs> it's easier for your legs and <laughs> it's weird
0: did you pick a yeah. word
1: I'm in between two I'm gonna go with let me see resilient
0: resilient tenacious <laughs> I mean
1: yeah I mean that's a typical word for me Um, that's a Major.
0: It's a rallying cry, right?
1: Yeah. It's a major theme in my life, resilience. Um, not all the time it's great, you know?
0: Yeah. But, it can um, be tiring.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, it is very tiring because.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, but anyways.
1: Yeah. Um, I had some obstacles Well I'll say obstacles Hiccups whatever at work That kind of hindered some stuff that I wanted to do Are you fucking kidding
0: me That's what my hiccups were too They were at work Really? Yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah I had some stuff I had to get done at certain times And then my boss kind of switched some stuff up on me That made me beat myself up Because I put myself kind of behind on something But I came in on my day off Was that Friday? Yeah 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 I, I went in, did what I needed to do, but I'm like, I don't, I like overtime, so I don't care. Oh. Uh, money in my pocket. Yeah,
0: my overnight oh. job, I had unlimited overtime, too.
1: Mm-hmm. It was awesome. I'm, I, I don't, but my boss had no choice, because this had to get done Friday, and it was supposed to be done Friday morning, but I got done Friday night, but I was kind of beating myself up Thursday morning when I left work, I'm like, oh my god, like, I didn't get any of this stuff done. I'm like you know what it's not my fault
0: Yeah they my switched shit on you
1: I'm like, My boss decided to alter my plans Even though I gave him like a detailed You know list of what I was going to do that day So I'm like that's not my fault it's his fault But yeah, I got it, it done I got it done and it's all fine and dandy But yeah re- resi- Being resilient you know people Usually are like oh you're so strong you always Push through but it's like in some Cases you don't have a choice You yeah. know And that's like a big thing in my life. I never have a choice because I don't want to fall into the stereotypical things that happen to people like us that go through whatever it is that we go through. So I'm like, yeah, I have to be resilient because I don't want to go down this other path that's not very nice. And, you know, it's not going to lead me to anywhere but just losing myself completely.
0: That flexibility is... Would, would you say that's an aspect of resilience or do you think flexibility is something like separate from resilience?
1: I think they go hand in hand yeah mm-hmm.
0: So yeah you have one if you have one you probably have the other as well
1: yeah yeah
0: uh, okay so <laughs> for this set of questions it was um uh, I got a new pack um okay it's called let's get deep it's the friend edition okay and I, I really dug through I looked through the whole fucking thing there's uh, <laughs> 150 to 200 cards I looked through Dang, all okay. of them okay it fucking sucks
2: <laughs> I bet <laughs> for the, for our purposes it sucks yeah but like
0: <laughs> if you were just like sitting around like a table with your friends or whatever whatever or mm-hmm. with whoever that would be fine. But this, yeah. in this case, it's not very good. Okay. <laughs> um, but I did find one question in particular that we're going to talk okay. about at the end. Because okay. uh, I was not fond of it. Okay. Um, so, I also did pick up... I, I already had it, but I brought in the... It's uh, from the same people who make the Icebreaker deck. It's called the okay. Date deck. So, you know, okay. it's, it's supposed to be for couples... But I think the questions can be changed around a little bit to just be general introspection versus gotcha. talking about like, relation- romantic relationships. Gotcha, okay. But let's get started. Let's get our tortilla rolling. Okay. When was the last time you were proud of yourself?
1: You can go first on that one.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> I had to think about that one.
0: <laughs> so the last time I was proud of myself... I have to preface this with the pre the time before that I was part of mm-hmm. myself. Um, I was working that overnight job. Um, it was with a uh, certain paternal IT company that you may go about if you, okay. if you follow there. Um, yes. So I was working there. That was unlimited overtime. So I was making really good money there. I was thinking, though, like this is a little bit. I'm not going to say beneath me, but this is. This is a regression. This is not. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like this is like rudimentary for my skill set. I uh, this is easy for me. I gotcha. should I'm able to do more than this. Mm-hmm. Um so I was always looking for other opportunities while still working there because it was a great job like I told you like um they paid for meals. So I got dinner and because I mm-hmm. worked overtime I got breakfast. Like I li- did not pay for food the entire time I lived I was working there. Nice So I was doing that And I get a call from a state agency An Arizona state agency And they offered me um, I'm not trying to flex I'm not trying to brag That's not what I'm trying to do Um, They offered me 140k a year
1: Dang, okay So
0: I was like, holy fuck Is that what I'm worth? That's what Mm -hmm. I'm worth Holy shit, okay I was there for about a year I ended up uh, I was asked to leave I'll say <laughs> Okay <laughs> <laughs> um, But after that Which is what leads me to the last time I was proud of myself So I was only uh, That was just before Christmas So that fucking mm-hmm. sucked Because nobody's doing anything Around that time So yeah. I was just kind of stuck at home Like okay well I'll take this time I'll just you know the same old shit that I always bitch that I don't have time for I'll Mm -hmm. get it done right now awesome yeah so that's what I did and then I um I want to say about the middle of January I got two offers one was from a medical firm where I'm at now the other was from was from a bank which it's a the largest credit union in Arizona okay So, so it's a really big bank between like the two of them were competing to hire me oh okay <laughs> that's i was like oh my goodness i wow this, this is a new experience for me i've never had anybody i've never had a, a situation where in a business or an organization whatever is is actively working to mm-hmm. for me to pick them it's never happened until the, until then and I went with the medical firm, and it wasn't as much as a state agency, but that doesn't really matter. Um, mm-hmm. It was, it was more of the having some really high-level organizations trying actively working to recruit me.
1: Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm still trying to think on mine, but I think I have one that's kind of recent-ish. Last time I was proud of myself. I'm still trying to go back and forth on which one, because there's two that are very important. I'll probably say both of these two, because... Yeah, I, I gave you both. I gave two. Hand. Okay. The last time I was proud of myself was back in 2008, when I moved out here to Texas by myself. I knew nobody, you know? Yeah. And I kind of felt very free when I did that because I'm like, now I get to be myself, you know? I saved up my own money. My parents <laughs> did help me move out here, but I like transferred my job within a day of letting them know I wanted to transfer. I got my job out here within like a 10 minute phone call. Jesus. They're all like, all right. Yeah. And the, like, it took me three months to, to get everything set up. Cause I just thought of it at, on a whim, you know, Uh uh-huh. um, it was either here, or San Francisco, but in San Francisco, it's really expensive. Yeah, oh my um, God. A
0: friend of mine lives I, in San Francisco and he, yeah. he tells me about it often. It's not fun.
1: <laughs> yeah. I would have had like, cause I had a friend out there, um, who had like a flat with roommates but I would have been living with all men <laughs> so uh, like, I don't, one second I don't one
0: second to... uh, you said flat
1: <laughs> yeah
0: oh man did you are you drinking tea at the moment yes a okay
1: flat, uh, whatever <laughs> uh, did you put all the
0: stuff in the boot of the car
1: <laughs>
0: uh, the boot of your lorry excuse me <laughs>
1: So there was that, but then, like, I had, like, a couple friends out here in Texas, and every time I came out here, like, I never wanted to leave, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just choose this state right here, so I went into my um, HR, and I'm like, hey, I need a transfer because I'm not... I'm leaving. I also went... uh, Yeah, I also went through, like, a... It was, I guess, my first kind of-ish serious relationship, and it went downhill. I was, like, backstabbed by all these people I thought I was friends, and... I was like in a really dark, dark place. Um, And I just could not be around all of that anymore. So I decided one day I'm going to move to Texas. So yeah, I went to HR. I'm like, hey, I need to transfer my job. Can you see if there's anything out here? They sent out an email and like within a couple minutes, we got a response from one. I did a quick phone interview. They're like, yep, you're hired. We'll transfer
0: you out to the store.
1: 10 minutes. Man, Um,
0: corporate life
1: yeah and then i told the family you know a lot of them weren't happy (laughs) Mm. but i'm like i don't want to be here anymore i'm no longer happy and i can't be here here Um,
0: i'm leaving so here's a photo of my butthole you can kiss it as i actually leave so yeah so
1: so i uh saved up you know all my money in like three months um got my apartment got everything packed up my parents drove me out here you know and they stayed with me for a couple days I got furniture and all this stuff and I started my job the following week after I moved so I was really proud of that because I had no one out here and I still don't have anyone out here you know
0: but, but you stood don't up for yourself and yeah you yeah, decided you're gonna leave yeah you chose yourself yeah, exactly
1: yeah and then another uh time where I was proud of myself where I also chose myself was when I left a very abusive, narcissistic ten-year relationship. I just had enough.
0: Wow. you had talked <laughs> and... about that briefly mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was. Um, I I started processing. All of that trauma back in 2020, you know, with the pandemic, yeah. as everyone did, we processed our emotions, <laughs> and I and like I just started seeing stuff on like narcissistic abuse and all this shit. And it fucked me up when I started realizing this is what the hell I was de- dealing with for yeah. 10 years. So I was very proud of myself for finally leaving that because that's the only. Thing I had out here was you know that person, his family they were my family mm-hmm. and I chose myself again and I'm like I can't keep putting myself through this anymore so I left that. So that was another time that I was proud of myself that I, I did it you know yeah. and uh, <laughs> there's still a work in progress as far as working through some things but I've, I've gotten a little bit better.
0: Well that's good yeah. But uh, progress is another... progress
1: yeah that's like another thing I'm very proud of myself for doing because it's not it really isn't easy leaving any abusive yeah. situation like that no matter what kind of abuse it is and I've been able to do that.
0: you're conditioned twice. to stay that's uh, yeah that's what it yeah. is is Cause despite they
1: make you feel that like you're not no, yeah you're make not, you feel worth like shit. not worth worth it mm-hmm.
0: and but also you have no one you're not you're worthless so and but I'm here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you're I'm making you got, me yeah. do this to you, and but mm-hmm. I'm all you got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two things about that. The first, there's a subreddit called Raised by Narcissists. Are mm-hmm. you familiar with it? uh, no. It's uh, like the. It's more geared towards kids and their parents, obviously. Okay. But there's that so if you want to like read stories of other people that were in very significant and close relationships with narcissistic types yeah I and have... that
1: shit's like a that that was a mind fuck for me let I me bet. tell you when i started realizing all this shit and then like it made me realize like our childhood too mm-hmm. it wasn't really my parents it's one specific Family member um, who is a.
0: Oh no.
1: I have a lot of thoughts on this one, but I can't ever address it because you know. I guess I don't fucking get it. Uh,
0: I would like to hear more um, <laughs> offline. I'm offline. Like, but... Yeah,
1: I'm like I don't get it, but there's a lot of stuff that I now see, you know, through a different lens that no one else sees. But <sighs> is one of the biggest manipulators and narcissists in our family and uses. Talked a lot of shit about me as well.
0: Emotional and verbal, not physical.
1: Correct. And yeah. I got a lot of I got a lot of conditional love from.
0: Oh my um, lord!
1: But yeah, that's not something I can bring up to anyone because you know I will literally get shit on <laughs> everyone. Yeah, including you know.
0: Yeah, I, I I understand.
1: I know, I know who you you know who I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Um. <laughs> So, That's why I want to
0: hear like, more because I'm of the opposite mind. Like I, I am still seeing. Mm-hmm.
2: So I, like, then, I want
0: to know what the yeah. what the whole story is.
1: And then one of our considered yeah, is the same way.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, that uh, I've, I've noticed.
1: One of the ones I've tried to speak to a while back about stuff that to me as a kid and gaslit the fuck out of me. Like, we're okay here and there, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Your brother, right? Yes. Yeah. And
1: I stay with her because I can kind of be a little bit calmer at her house and under the same roof as my mom.
0: <laughs> well, for sure.
1: But she still does some stuff. She's the one who was asking me, like, I need examples of when right. you did this, when I did. And I'm like, we're not doing that shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Um,
0: that's narcissistic. Narcissistic is, yeah. If you don't have examples, then you're full of shit.
1: Oh, it's like, it's hard to confront people like that. Um, so that's why I'm like, I can't have certain conversations with people and I have to put on that mask, you know, because it's just never going to end well for me. Right. But I, I do feel at some point I need to just cut all these people off. But because I have such a caring heart, um, but I that's something that I'd also need to just separate myself is just all of all of those people you know
0: it's something <laughs> it so as far as not the first one that you mentioned mm-hmm. like I said specifically like I want to hear more because yeah I don't know all that but I would yeah. like to know the yeah. second one I am familiar mm-hmm. I don't have as much info as you do but i like i have my own experiences that correlate with yours so there's that like i have my ammunition loaded Mm -hmm. i'm ready to rock whenever yeah (laughs) it just it's gonna come like it's gonna happen eventually yeah but what like once it does like i'm fucking ready to rock like we're i'm i'm not holding back
1: yeah just know um, so, like you will be blocked and you know that's fine made to be the victim because that happened to me at one point like i got blocked and all this stuff and that's then fine. i blocked yeah Do you
0: think i like this is that is not
1: <laughs> it's not gonna face you no
0: that ain't shit man like i I've, <laughs> I've cut out bigger relationships
1: yeah I, need is, I will insane. be fine
0: okay yeah <laughs> Um, I'm like
1: I, I need to do the same um I have I need to stop seeing the good in people regardless because that's gets me into a lot of trouble
0: I I am it's, still the same way it's yeah but I I try I give people the benefit of the doubt it's just like when they start when um patterns start showing mm-hmm. themselves that's when I'm like okay maybe I shouldn't
1: yeah now I'm starting to kind of lean into that some more but it's just, It's a that's a habit I need to break. Is seeing the good in people, you know, no matter what, because there are shitty people.
0: (laughs) There are, Um,
1: and they're not going to change. And
0: the only thing that I think is as being a guy who's come out of the other side of all of this stuff, Uh the cynicism is something that I try to avoid. Yeah, because cynicism is a is a defense mechanism because mm-hmm. like, if you just expect everybody's out for their own best interest then like you're never gonna really trust anybody or That's trust true. their intentions which yeah. it, it's not wrong to have a, a healthy dose of skepticism there's nothing wrong with that but at the same but for me trying to see people's the good in people is greater my desire to see good in them is greater than my desire to find their like ulterior motives if that makes sense yeah
1: yeah same i kind of go in between
0: yeah i i understand i really do
1: yeah i had
0: Uh, yeah we really went off the fucking rails proud of yourself for moving proud of yourself for ending the 10-year relationship with the narcissist
1: in all these tangents,
0: man, I'm sorry. This is no. what ADHD is for. No, 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 enough. No, enough of that shit. This is what this is for. That's what yeah. we're here for. Uh, the, my abuser was a narcissist, and mm-hmm. so it, it went. It played out exactly as I expected. I told yeah. people what happened. I told my like, like my this is my mother's side, so like we're disconnected on that part. Mm-hmm. But I told my mother. I told my I told my family like what happened. And yeah. uh, as like you said, fun a story to make himself also a victim. So mm-hmm. you can't blame me for doing this, for perpetuating this because I was also victimized. Yeah. To that and that was the point where like I came at them with like okay, so what if I did that to your kids? What would mm-hmm. you think? Yeah. Are, are you gonna forgive me and try to uh, try to keep the family together with all that? Yeah. Of course you're not. It's you're just okay with it because it's me.
1: Yeah. Oh goodness.
0: Um let's move on.
1: Yeah. before <laughs> like, I
0: talk about that <laughs> like for fucking hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why we gotta move on. So what is something you're not willing to compromise on? Is this uh... did I pick, like heavy topics for the medium section? I don't know I might have three. I
1: don't know you can go first yeah, on l- that one
0: Alright like so I'll try to keep this Out of the heavy Well I don't know <laughs> Fuck. Uh, let's see here So something I'm not willing to compromise on Is Based on my experiences I will not compromise On butt stuff <laughs> Okay If that you know I yeah. there like you cannot talk me into thinking that that like I, that I'm going to enjoy it. I won't. <laughs> I fucking promise you that I won't. <laughs> and the more you try to talk me into it, the more I will start not liking you, which if we're in a sexual relationship, that is a high amount of like. Um, yeah. But yeah, that that shit ain't that's not happening. It's just not.
1: <laughs> it's like no.
0: Yeah. Oh. I was, uh, recommended, I haven't seen it all the way through, like, I've seen parts of it, but, mm-hmm. um, Pulp Fiction, so okay. when I got it, or when I, w- when I, like, said uh, I was gonna watch it, uh, the, rec- the person who recommended it to me said, like, heavy tr- trigger warning, like, Whoa it's my sister. Like, so she knows, you know I what know. I know. Mean? I
1: was like, she loves that movie. She, she loves,
0: yeah, she loves that movie. And so I was like, yeah. I, and so I told her like, I've never seen this all the way through. Yeah. And so she like, well, you know, maybe you want to have all your wits about you when you watch that. Don't maybe, maybe you're not drinking or something. Yeah. Content warning. So, okay. Well, which kind of puts the, why I'm not willing to compromise it into perspective yeah. I've, well, I've actually I... had a re- i was in a relationship with a woman and she was interested in doing pegging and oh yeah and that's and i was i tried to explain like no <laughs> i don't want to do that <laughs> and yeah that's uh that didn't go well for her because she really wanted like the power position
1: that's interesting
0: yeah and <laughs> me not willing to relinquish the power position was yeah <laughs> that was uh we were not willing to compromise on it
1: gotcha i really can't think of anything right now so i'm gonna pass on that mm. question because i'm a pretty open-minded human being but nothing really comes to mind right now i'll probably try to circle back to that yeah, if I think yeah of well, something well, if not yes yeah. I'll, I'll just pass pass for me
0: if we get there we get there. Yep. But as we head into the heavy section, this is where you are going first cuz I just went first on the two on the all Okay. Of those. Oh wait, okay. no, this is not the heavy section, excuse me. What is something you actually want advice about?
1: Something that I actually want advice about. Mine would just be on how to deal with my triggers better, you Mm. know? Because that's one of the biggest struggles that I have, is that I still get very triggered very easily. I would just like advice as to you know, what things I could do or, you know, stuff like that to not let it get to me that bad when I do experience a triggering moment. That's it.
0: Okay. Uh, Mine is a recurring theme here. I... What I would like advice about is what am I doing that is pushing people away? Pushing mm. potential friends. Like I make acquaintances really easily, but what is keeping that from developing further? What am I doing? Like I don't want to assume anything negative about other people. What am I yeah. doing? What can I do better?
2: Yeah, I could probably
1: agree with you on that too because i struggle with that same thing too yeah. i feel you on that one yeah.
0: it's hard to make that first connection mm-hmm. or, no making the first connection is the easy part is making it's it just stick. the
1: following through yeah. and yeah 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 right yeah. there with you <laughs> uh
0: okay so now we're in the heavy section here okay in what ways are you like your parents oh my god i know um
1: my parents are very contradictory to each other. It's weird. And I am a weird mix of both of them in the, in a sense. Like, I'm very patient like my dad. Very patient, I can, I can put up with a lot of stuff, you know. But on the other hand, I am a hothead. I have my mother's horrible temper. So there's there's that. I have my dad's sense of humor. I have my mom's, like, I don't take bullshit attitude now because I used to not because my mom if she doesn't like someone she'll let you know some way or another and I'm the same way I have my mother you know is also resilient because of what she's had to go through so in turn I also have that but it's also her fault
0: yeah it's um, (laughs) she gave it to you by yeah she beat it into you like not figuratively
1: yeah I have my dad's love of, you know, gardening and, you know, all of that nature.
0: Agriculture. I have that,
1: yeah, I have that same love as that with him. I'm just a weird, I'm a weird mix of both of my parents. It's weird, but my dad likes to think that every good part of me is all from him.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, dad. He's like, you got that for me. I, I, I'm gonna say I got my anxiety from him because I know that runs high on that side, whether they want to admit it or not. But, uh, yeah, I'm I'm a weird mix of a contradictory mix of both of my parents. and I see that I'm like, how the fuck does this make sense? Like it's like I'm patient, but I'm a fucking hothead. I'll go from zero to hundred real quick.
0: I have that in but, common uh, with you being a yeah, patient hothead, like my mother. is yeah. more mild mannered and my Mm -hmm. father is very much like your mother.
1: They were the same, yeah. Right, so
0: I have that same temper. I was, I've been able to shed the temper part of it. Mm -hmm. So, but for the the longest time, I was the same, the cool hot head, or the hot cool head. Yeah. Uh, Whatever.
1: I do have, because both of my parents still have like a childlike, you know, thing within them, spirit, so I still, I have that, That's but I think every adult is like that. We still have a little childlike spirit in there. Yeah. But uh, I have my dad's sense of humor, for sure. I have his wit. I have, my mom, believe it or not, is a very charming human being.
0: <laughs> no, it's um, not strange, because my father was like that too.
1: I am a very charming human being as well, so, so I got I. that from... I'm like, I think I got that from both of my parents.
0: Wit and charm is, that's a fucking killer right there.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm just a contradiction of both my parents rolled into one human being. That's all I can really
2: (laughs) describe myself
1: as. I'm like, if you know who my parents are, uh, I am just, mash them together. Personality-wise, and you, you got me right here.
0: Once you it's, once you say it like that, it just makes perfect sense. Like, yeah, of yeah. course, of course, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is.
1: I'm like, I yeah, I have my dad's looks, uh, <laughs>
2: but,
1: but yeah, I'm just a contradictory mix of both. That's just how I'm gonna sum it up. Mm. It's weird. I don't like it sometimes because I'm like, what? I don't understand myself sometimes. I'm like, how am I like this, but I'm also like this. It, it, they're complete opposites.
2: Well one you know, thing th-
0: that makes sense because I got the I I was for like I said for a long time, I was the very patient but also hot tempered person. So like mm-hmm. it's to a point where you can tolerate a lot of bullshit, but then once you reach your limit, you fucking explode. Yeah. So yeah. That's the way that it always was for me.
1: Yeah, same, same
0: was Um, so i I lacked a proper communication skills mm -hmm. to really well
1: it's because we weren't allowed (laughs) to really
0: communicate our feelings
1: that's why we were both like shut down because our feelings didn't fucking matter and i mean they still don't on in my case you know
0: Um, i don't know if they do or don't i don't really care yeah, I'm like, uh,
1: whatever. But now, like, I actually stand up for myself now. that's, I guess that's something I'm going to go back to. I'm proud of myself. I stand up for myself.
0: Well yeah, I don't like I, something... You did that I when call... you left. When you moved to yeah. Texas, you did that.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like, I call it out sometimes, you know? Well, That's um, good. And, like, at work, everyone at work knows, like, do not... Like, I will... Call you out if I see something, you know, that's not right. Even yeah. if you're my boss, the president of the United States, I'm like, I won't let anyone fucking talk to me a certain way anymore. So,
0: yeah, I know what you mean. Let um, me give some ways here. A positive thing. I am musically inclined, like my father was.
1: Oh, I'm gonna say that too. Um, yeah, same. But yeah, that's something I really. Um,
0: yeah, I'm happy about that.
1: I'm, I'm happy I inherited it, that on like both sides, and now I'm really tapping into it, you know, with all my little beats here, oh, here yeah. and there, which are now available on Spotify and <laughs> iTunes. Slowly but surely, I'm I'm getting them all up there.
0: In what other ways am I like my parents? So something that I noticed about my mother is. So a lot of times people like to try to play like the ultimatum game, like if you don't do this, I'm leaving, or if you do do this, I'm leaving. Whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I react the same way she does. Like, okay then, bye. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm going to do X, Y or Z if that's what I want to do. If you don't mm-hmm. want to go along with that, there's the door. I did. Nobody yeah. asked you to walk in, and nobody's gonna stop you from walking out. Mm-hmm. You're either going along with what I'm doing or fuck off. I don't really care.
2: Yeah.
0: So I suppose that's a positive thing. Positive yeah. trait that I got from her. Oh, now, on the contrary, what behavior did your parents have that you have made a point to avoid?
1: Um, Being abusive.
0: It'll... That's actually, <laughs> that's what I wanted to say is specifically is aside from the very obvious Abusive type of stuff
2: <laughs> Um
1: a behavior that Oh I mean well Temper
0: right? you trying yeah, to avoid the temper, the temper
1: I'm trying not to Have that much of my mom's temper Because it's the reason why my brother And I don't talk right now Because in my anger
2: yeah. Yeah, When you I, mentioned that.
1: I say some really Fucking horrible shit um, yeah. That I regret 10 minutes later after I've like Realized what happened But that's something I would love to avoid as much as possible. I think... I'm trying to think if there's another one. Let's see. My mom kind of lets people, I guess, push her around in a way. Like, she does everything right. You're right. My mom, she does everything for... To the point where my parents' marriage revolves around...
0: I know. And her wants...
1: Like everything that's something that i'll probably tell you a lot of this shit offline but my mom i guess i see her as like a pushover because she does everything for her, you know yeah and it's in a way like my mom is also still being abused in a way so it's like that whole cycle has continued and it's still continuing with her and myself and my mom just does whatever tells her to do you know so i was kind of like that but now i'm like i'm gonna do whatever i want to do i don't care i'm okay saying no to people now and that's something my mom still can't really do is say no
0: so you're not a people pleaser
1: no i'm trying not to be anymore i used to be um i uh, i'm trying to get out of that a lot more now but um i it's not very good for you because you know yeah
0: i know You you
1: lower yourself for all these people and they don't value you. They just continue to use you because you're never going to say no. But uh, that's something I've recently been thinking about. I was like, my mom is still kind of going through it, too, with, you know, where she can't say no to her. any decision that's made has to be okay by her. Why the fuck do we have this person on a pedestal? Yes. Why? Just because she... You know? Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, and I've been thinking about that lately. I'm like, how is it? And, like, and it's just weird. The whole dynamic of our family has always revolved around right. that person. And, like, anything she did was great when we were put at the fucking pedestal. If you were not like them or whatever, you were a piece of shit. Like, my brother and I were lumped at the very low podium toll because of our parents i guess just because my mom doesn't have a high school education my dad you know didn't get a fucking college diploma my brother and i were considered to be the pieces of shit and wouldn't amount to anything but we are one of the my brother was the first one to get his college diploma he's very successful and all this shit aren't really doing all that great for themselves and i've just been thinking lately i'm like it's so weird how everyone caters to them. I'm like, that is the biggest narcissist of the family right there. And everything fucking revolves around her. Like, I remember last year when I went out there for my birthday, you know, my parents asked me, like, where do I want to eat? And I chose a place. And then, of course, she started complaining. So I'm like, you know what? Let's pick because ultimately she's going to get away. But, um, yeah, I'm still seeing that my mom, I think she's still kind of under some kind of abuse or She's something. under a
0: spell, kind of. Yeah,
1: and it's just so fucking weird. <clears throat> and I'm like, my parents' whole marriage has revolved around
0: her. You yeah, know? I Because they've
1: always been there to help and all this stuff. And I, I get it, we help each other, we're family, but I'm like, my parents haven't really been able to fully embrace their marriage because there's a thing that they have to fucking revolve their life around. And it's <clears> throat> disgusting. Throat> I don't like that. And my mom, I just wish she would choose herself for once too. Yeah. And like, I know I say a lot of bad shit about my mom, but I still, she's. She's still your mom. She's my mom. She's a better person now than she was back then, but I know she'll never acknowledge what was,
0: you know, what she did
1: because it was done to her and to her it was normal. I get it. I realize the why of why she's like that. But I still, like, looking outside of all of that and i think being separated from them and living outwards i get to see you know outside of what we're actually in with that family my mom is still in a way kind of she's being manipulated all the time and she can't say <clears throat> no that kind of made me open my eyes and be like i need to just stop being a people pleaser too because it's not doing me any well it's making me miserable yeah because it's pulling you back from doing what you want to do that makes you happy and I see that with my mom and it fucking frustrates me and I'm like why are we revolving our our lives around and it's just stupid how we hold to such a high fucking standard and we held to a high standard and they're all pieces of shit like the rest of us that's where my head's been at lately and I'm like I just got to get it out sorry
0: oh no good well that was that was a much more in the in the grass in the weeds detail yeah 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 what i had kind of observed from Mm -hmm. a higher level so that as it's actually really helpful for me to Mm -hmm. get a better picture of what's going on yeah Uh, a behavior that my parents had that i don't that i've made a point to avoid is not communicating Oh yeah, that's a good one um, So my father Being who he was it, It's something actually I talked to With recently Okay Was what if he was alive In this time period mm-hmm. Where his what he, I, I, what he felt Was like a deviancy Or you know something uh, His shame Is actually not It's not shamed anymore It's embraced... Not embraced. It's at least tolerated, if not accepted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So his inability to communicate really drove him underground into darker places than he needed to be, which ultimately led to his death. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. My mother also does not communicate, which is fucking strange. She has a degree in psychology. She worked in... Probation and like kids' social work. Yeah. So that it's that just adds to why I'm so fucking upset. And I'm I, like
1: already fuming for you. I'm like, how the. F- that's <laughs> I'm like, it.
0: Right yes, you, I'm exactly. Like,
1: I'm get off now. Yeah. I'm like, how the fuck do you? How did you did not
0: you- know? How, yeah. And that's what makes me think is sh- you're not. She's not stupid. She's not. She's a, she's a bright mm-hmm. person. She's an educated person. She And she yeah. was very well experienced in the circles that I was being put into. How, yeah. how did you not know is because you didn't mm-hmm. want to know. It's that yeah. simple. You did not want to see it. Mm-hmm. So I make it a point to talk about uncomfortable things. Yeah. Um. When I was with my ex, like... Every couple of months, I like, hey, let's have a chat. Mm-hmm. Am I doing, is there anything that I'm doing or not doing that I could, that would make our relationship better? Is there anything that you need to say? What's up? Be candid. I want to hear, yeah. I want to hear the worst of it because I can't change anything for the mm-hmm. better if I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Yeah. So that's one aspect that I had is that I have adopted that to make myself different from them and another one oh well here's an easy one is um i'm not gonna fucking get married on the first day i meet somebody that's an easy one
1: that's true (laughs) i may. my parents got married within two months of meeting each
0: other wow
1: but uh, I, it seems I really to don't be know a, about
0: that. Seems to be a family tradition, then.
1: <laughs> I guess, man. But I'm like, uh, they somehow are still together. Yeah. Time for, I'm like, how are you still together? Because <laughs> my mom was uh, very, she's she was very verbally abusive to my dad. Yeah, she's like, a oh, difficult I'm like, fuck did you put up with this? Yeah. My mom is very hard to handle. And I guess my dad, I mean, he likes when my mom's in a bad mood. He's <laughs> like, I like it when she's mad. And I'm like, well, you fucking air her on half the time now. Because you like it,
0: so I'm like, that that's might me be. Then. Hey, that might be his kink. Who knows?
1: Maybe I don't know, but I'm like, that's fucking weird. <laughs> but yeah, they they got married like two months after meeting each other. Damn. Um, and uh, and it. Let's see, December. It'll be 39 years that they've been together, what and I'm like, fuck? what the fuck, right? <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: I'm oh, like, my can... My parents didn't even make it 10.
1: I don't know, man. My dad, I guess he, uh, He. yeah, he must like it being treated that way. I don't know. It's so weird. And I'm like, okay, guys.
0: <laughs> so something that I, I have made a point to avoid is to get married too quickly. Um, mm-hmm. In my previous relationship, that worry was to my detriment. I, I accept gotcha. i accept that that's it that was my mistake i could have i could have and should have acted sooner it would think mm-hmm. the things were right the 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 ingredients were right
2: mm-hmm.
0: um but now as i'm getting older i have i'm 34 for the <clears throat> for the sake of the listeners here i'm 34. i have zero interest in women that are like younger than like 28 gotcha yeah None. like i look at they're they are just in a different life stage than me Mm-hmm. but at the same time when women that are 28 to 34 i don't want to go older at this point yeah um, 28 to 34 they're also they might be in that mindset of like holy shit i got a shit out of kid real quick yeah. If that's I'm going to do it,
1: women are at,
0: yeah. I have to do it now if I if mm-hmm. I'm going to. So that yeah. kind of that's a little bit of the conundrum that I'm dealing with is mm-hmm. like I don't I don't want to date girls. I want to date women. Yeah. People who know who are who have grown, they're evolved. They have a career, they have hobbies, they have friends. They have a life. Yeah. I'm not trying to be a fucking safety net for someone to figure that out
1: yeah that's true
0: so that age gap is also something that i've made a point to avoid that mm-hmm. my parents had yeah uh so, so yeah
1: your mom was like younger than your dad right
0: at least 10 years
1: oh shit i didn't know that. wow at least okay and I, I didn't know it was that big of an age gap holy yeah, shit! yeah the okay. the woman
0: that i mentioned who i'm talking to Though mm-hmm. that finally got back to me, which was exciting, is like she's five years younger than me, and that okay. I, I was already like that to me was like oh fuck, like are are you okay with this? Like I I'm, you know, I'm I'm a little bit on the older side as far as like I'm not in my twenties. Simple as yeah, because like, like the the decade differences, I guess, mm-hmm. just has a different sound to it. Yeah. So that is something. Those are some things I kind of meandered, but I made a lot of points on what Mm -hmm. I was trying to avoid. So let's move on to what is something that you feel is unique to your life that most people don't share? And how did that shape you?
1: Oh, Oh, my God.
0: Oh, something that you think is unique. And like, here's the here's the reason I picked this is that I think that we have a lot of shared experiences. Mm hmm. So what some things that you may think are unique to you may not. So that doesn't mean try to search for something really obscure, yeah. but share what you feel is, I guess, the most profound. And I think that we're, we might find here that we we have a lot more in common than we already obviously do.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I guess with me, with, like, everything that I've been through, it's like I've been able to come out of it every time, you know? Uh, Resilience. Yeah, the resilience part. Like, not a lot of people can keep up with being resilient, you know, for a long time. And I've had a point, a couple points, where I didn't think I was going to make it out. But because I live out of spite...
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm still here, so... (laughs) I'll say it's like my constant resiliency you know just keeps mm-hmm. is um despite all of the shit that I've been through and there's not a lot of people that can really be in our shoes and come out how we did you know still here successful in our own rights and just growing and trying to help other people do that so I think that's, that's something the beauti-
0: I think that's the most beautiful part is mm-hmm. trying to even if it's just like us Sitting here talking <clears throat> atop the ivory tower, talking down to the peasants, <laughs> to the commoners, <laughs> trying to tell you, like, hey, up on the ivory tower, it fucking sucks too. So <laughs> yeah, uh, don't don't get uh don't get too lost in the um, piles of shit down there.
1: <laughs> yeah, like for I like for some reason, you know, I think we've both managed to still see the light at the end of the tunnel, no matter how much life is really.
2: Put us, to you black know, rock it out. bottom.
1: Yeah, we still crawl ourselves out of it because we know we're worth it and we know that we're meant for something greater than what is currently happening to us right now. And that's something that I have to remind myself a lot when I feel like I'm getting into those dark moments. I'm like, look, you're here for a reason. I don't know what, I still don't know what the reason is. Maybe it's this podcast. I have no idea. <laughs> Who knows? But
0: it's like,
1: It's like, I know that I'm here, and I have a purpose somehow, and I'm going to find it whenever I find it, but I'm like, I have to keep going, you know, and I know that I'm going to be okay, because, you know, we've been put through these things since we were like four or five years old, the both of us, and we're still here, we're still proving that no matter how much shit we've been through, we're still here, and we're okay for the most part.
0: Yeah, Uh, well, I mean, I'm... For, I, so there's um there's I collect enamel pins, right? I just ooh okay. I just collect them. I have a bunch of them. I, I, I'll send you a picture like afterwards. Okay. But... One of the one of the ones that I have on my to buy list is uh, it says thanks. It's the trauma. Oh, I need <laughs> that. Yeah, that's all it says is thanks. It's the trauma. Yeah, like, uh, literally... uh, uh, yes, I'm. A, yeah. Oh, is my are my poems good? Are my stories good? I know. Yeah, thanks. It's the trauma. Yeah, that's what right? makes me so fucking creative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't help myself. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like thanks trauma. That's one. Thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, you, like, you really fucking help thing. me. Make yeah. my hobbies to made me good at my hobbies. Thanks, because right? <laughs> I, I i can't I can't go out and talk to somebody because nobody's gonna fucking believe me or anything, or nobody's mm-hmm. gonna listen. So I'll just sit and write poems in my notebook. Yeah, it's easier.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Oh and, man. <laughs> um, something unique to my life. That most people don't share, and how has it shaped me? Okay, I was uh, a friend of mine just randomly called me a few hours ago, and I was—I had just finished recording the um, the MMA show that that I do. Gotcha. And we were talking about it, and a unique experience to my life that I know a lot of people don't have is being in the military being sent to the Middle East... And you're not... I'm not... I wasn't just a fucking pencil pusher... Mm-hmm. Sitting in the back at a de- at a cozy air-conditioned desk. That's not yeah. what I did. I was... Yeah. I was in the shit, to use the words that, that we use. I was in the shit. Yeah. That... Life experience... That I... Like, I, I really can't... I can say very certainly that not a lot of people understand what what it what all entails being in the shit so how it shaped me i mentioned previously the value and sanctity of life like the paradoxical value of life um, yeah in the grander scheme we don't mean shit but in the in our context like we mean a lot mm-hmm. and the mundanity of the finality of life like it's really fucking easy to die as yeah. resilient as the human body is which mm-hmm. you know I've seen people lose limbs and all that kind of stuff and yeah. they, they all come away from it they live at the very least yeah right so they're still alive but it is not it, it is still not that difficult to die and being there did also remind me that because my life is delicate,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I, I have to at least try yeah. to do something with it. Yeah, uh, it took me some time to figure that out. Mm-hmm. But we got there in the end, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's
0: that's a good that's a good one. I'm sorry, I've been um, been <laughs> I've been drinking all day, so like I'm. Oh, uh, you're I'm, good. I'm all up in my feelings with this.
1: <laughs> you're all good. Like Take as much time as you need
0: No, it's fine Alright, let's move on to our final segment The light section The stuff section Where you get your onions and cilantro and Cheese If you like that Tomatoes, whatever Okay, this is a positive one the, uh, the, okay. This is more of a positive section For who anybody who might be new uh, What is the most unlikely thing That has ever happened in your life?
1: Let's see. Most unlikely thing. I've met quite a few celebrities. Oh, shit! <laughs> uh, Who are your top three? Um, one of them, I still have his autograph. I have Alice Cooper's autograph. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, I've been yeah, at his was, restaurant a few times.
1: Okay, I was his cashier um, oh. <laughs> at Target back in the day when I was in Arizona. Um, I remember and I was like, holy shit. And I'm like, can I get your autograph, please? and um i still have it from 2004 that's awesome. uh, my my dad has also met him because he did plumbing work at his house he got the whole <laughs> tour of his house
0: that's fantastic um,
1: let's see when i was a massage therapist out here uh remember that wrestler goldberg
0: yeah absolutely
1: i was i was his massage therapist and no i didn't shit. realize it I didn't realize it until after a while. I was like, This fucking name sounds familiar and then I like, you know, do a quick little, little Wilson search.
0: Goldberg. Like... <laughs> Who and could I was that like, be? Holy
1: Yeah, and I was like, Holy shit I'm like, I <laughs> <laughs> a fucking wrestler, and I—I I really fucking put some work in that guy. You know, uh, when we were kids, um, and we were in our little group. You know, your sister and our cousins I remember. and I. We we met Bronco, and we got to go on stage with them twice.
0: Twice? Um, I only remember once.
1: Yeah, no, it was two times. I think that we went on stage with them.
0: Because I it was re- like in
1: Tucson, and I think in Phoenix when they did their shows there.
0: I remember positive the, was too. the Phoenix one is Mm -hmm. we were sitting pretty high up in the in the upper upper ring yeah and you guys went up for that one yeah
1: Yeah. and then i was
0: sitting next to bravo
1: okay yeah yeah um and then let's see i got to meet carlos ponce (laughs) it was like in novellas and stuff oh
0: shit i Um, don't know that name yeah
1: yeah and then i think um we got to meet ricky martin at one point no kidding when i was like really young can't remember if I've met any other celebrities, but those are the few that I've met. We were kind of Arizona-ish celebrities at one point. You know, I, yeah, I and all of that. Um, Dulce I was... Pernuda. Yep. Oh, Lord. And then let's see, another unlikely thing. I remember we were doing a commercial. I was supposed to be a background character and it was with the group. And then one of the moms that took us there, her back seat belts weren't working. It was for remember El Protector, yes. like he did all these uh, fucking seatbelt safety commercials and shit like that. I was just supposed to be in the background, and then like we were taking a break, and I went up to the moms and I just said in Spanish, oh. "Yo nunca me pongo el cinturón, no, no porque no quiero, porque está quebrado," and like they heard it,
0: <laughs> oh. and I,
1: I ended up getting a a big part. I was like, the it person yeah you were the line
0: you were the line
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) so that was that was crazy i always laugh about that because i was like i was just making a little fucking silly comment and then they heard me and like can you say that again (laughs) they're like you're gonna and they're like you're gonna say that now you are the
0: arizona person now
1: so I was like, all right, cool. I used to, let's see, I used to model on TV a lot too on like public access every morning for like this um, dress shop that did like guinceañera dresses, wedding dresses, all that stuff. I really think that if my family put in the effort to like push me to do that more, I could have could gone have far in some it, yeah. aspect of that. You yeah, speak Spanish, I but you that. look
0: white. Uh, like, yeah. That, that just I fucking hits these... for... Mexican yeah. families
1: Yeah, so I was like I, I really could have been Pushed somewhere if we kept doing Something you know musically or with dance Or whatever I think yeah. I could have gone a little far <laughs> um, <clears throat> But you know Not a lot of effort was put into that um, One thing I am going to say about My parents that I do appreciate Is that they when they knew I wanted to do something like when I Wanted to start playing piano They got me a piano They got me a teacher but she quit so i had to teach myself um when i wanted to start doing they dance, pushed you, you they know, supported you right they pushed me they supported they do support me through things like that you know which is something i'll always be grateful to them for um i wish they would have pushed me a little bit more because i probably could have done something you know with within entertainment. Um, I always felt like I was either meant for that or something in the medical field because I love science too, like my dad. But uh, that's something that I will always applaud my parents for is like pushing me and like really allowing me the opportunity to do the things that I wanted to do musically, artistically, whatever. But those are some unlikely things that have (laughs) happened to me. Um, Yeah, it's just that.
0: Some of those I didn't know. So that's no? that's really cool. Yeah, some of them like the okay. the commercial one I didn't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, that
1: uh, one, yeah, that one was an interesting day. The, I pissed off some people.
0: <laughs> the like the pushing part of the piano. Like I started playing piano for like properly in high school. I want to say I was either a sophomore or junior. I don't remember, but it was my first year, and I was in the the. Final, like I don't know how you f- call it. That was not the main <clears throat> performance. That was the second gotcha. main performance in my first okay. year. Okay. And that was just from me, like having a innate ability to learn it because it was fucking easy. Yeah. But that was one thing. My mother did not come. She was not there gotcha. when I was gotcha. one of the like main performers for in my first year. Like no gotcha. big no big deal. There's like fourth year players and I'm ahead of them but whatever <laughs> I'm not bitter about it still no? <laughs> uh, and another thing is I had a piano in my room and she always told me that it would it was annoying when I would practice that it was a it was a an annoyance of bothersome and irritation
1: I so, wonder if that had something to do with your dad though because like
0: I wonder that too.
1: I I can kind of see a reason why she would hate it. And it's because your dad, your dad heavily played a lot. Like he had guitars and stuff, but he mainly used
0: the piano. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He was a singer and a pianist.
1: Yeah. So I think that may have something to do uh, with it. Yeah, I'm
0: sure it did. Probably (laughs) did. Something unlikely that has happened to me. One thing was getting into sports media. I was ringside for a lot of super awesome fights I was uh, in the press section for a lot of headline, like major fighters. I was. I remember ra-
1: seeing a lot of like posts and stuff like that for yeah. me and I was like, "Holy shit,
2: okay."
0: I was, yeah, I was ringside for a lot of a lot of fights. Um, mm-hmm. On my birthday, I want to say it was 2017. Um, mm-hmm. I was ringside for not; they weren't necessarily my favorites, but they were like. You know, they they were they're great. They were both entertaining in their own rights, and I was ringside for that, and that was a really cool finish. Like it was a knockout finish. Um, the co-main event was a smaller dude. He was Cuban. His name is uh, Guillermo Rigondeaux. So okay. He is a pure counter puncher. So okay. He does not exert offense ever. He just gotcha. waits for you to do something so that he can counterpunch you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the fight ended. Uh, Rigo was in... Like, he was kind of backed into the corner. The other dude was swinging. Like, he's just throwing punches. The bell rings. They don't hear it. They're still fucking around in the corner. Rigo knocks him out after oh, the bell. So... But the thing is that if you watch the replay, the the knockout is predicated on the other guy throwing a punch, so they gotcha. can't they can't disqualify him for it.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
0: Later that same evening, I'm at the bar, the main bar in the center of the Mandalay Bay, which is where the fights okay. were. Rigo. Yeah. He's in the bar with his team. He walked like uh, I'm sitting there with my friend, my friend Graham. He's uh, he was sitting next to me. We're just talking about, like, the fights and whatever. And mm-hmm. we see, like, like, oh, shit, here comes Rigo. And like we see him and his team coming up. And so, like, I, he comes in, he sits down, and no big deal. And I randomly, he gets up, and he starts walking out. And as he's walking out, and as he's walking out, I say, Felicidades, campeon. Like, you know, congratulations. Yeah. And he looked at me and then just kept walking he snubbed me he was walk. he was walking back to get the news that the fight was ruled a no contest he didn't win he didn't lose but he didn't win so he snubbed me and i've i've held that against him ever since
2: gotcha (laughs) ever
0: (laughs) ever ever since uh as far as like other celebrities non-boxing celebrities um i met dave chappelle that was pretty cool. He he's that's a that's
1: awesome.
0: He's a huge <laughs> boxing fan. So uh um, yeah. I was talking about earlier about the Chavez the Canelo Chavez fight. He was there. Uh huh. So okay, he was there. I was picking up my press credential, and he was like just talking to people, like taking pictures and stuff. And I didn't want to fanboy as much as I wanted to. I didn't. Dang. I, refi- I would've. <laughs> yeah. I it's like man. Ah, uh, I can't do that. I can't do that. I gotta be try to seem like a professional here so yeah. i just like hey dave love your work and i fist bumped and walked away
1: nice so
0: I, at least i let him know like dave yeah. you're fucking dope dude keep doing <laughs> it
1: that's awesome
0: uh, that's
1: really cool I'm
0: trying to think i got to talk to very briefly like he, it was the after section of uh last podcast on the left where they were doing a live show Okay, yeah. And the, so, like, the VIP section gets to stay for a QA. and okay. a And I got to talk to uh, ben, ben Kissel for a little bit.
1: Nice.
0: So that was cool. As far as celebrities. That's
1: cool.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, right. What's the coolest thing you've ever done? Uh, I'll start this one. But the coolest yeah. thing I ever did. When I was... After I came home from Afghanistan, I got sent to um, the... The capacity that I was in in Afghanistan is it was relatively new for the Marine Corps, right? So Mm -hmm. the army has had that. They've had that capability for a long time. But the problem is that the army reserves have not had anyone really not anyone recently deployed to Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. So they sent me to teach the course for the army. Um, okay. That's not the cool part. The cool part is that there's a navy detachment on that base.
1: <laughs> okay, it's a helicopter.
0: It's a helicopter detachment. Okay. So they um, they wanted to do some um, some training flights mm-hmm. and. So they were asking, like, uh, is there anybody on base that can help us? Like, um, infantry is preferred. I'm not, I was not infantry, but you know, anybody with combat experience is preferred. Okay, well, uh, that's me. And I, yeah. I didn't <laughs> recommend myself. I was recommended to go do it. Um, gotcha. That's cool. Because it was the Navy guys, Navy cats, and then it was I was in the Marine Corps. So like, oh well, you guys are like best friends, right? <laughs> I don't I don't know about all that but whatever. So I get <laughs> I get in their helicopter and the training flights that they wanted to do, I was going to be the machine gunner out of the door of the helicopter as the pilot learned how to control the plane to keep it steady so that I can shoot at the target.
1: Oh my gosh, that sounds I'm sorry that sounds so- Awesome.
0: That was <laughs> like, it scary, was but awesome. It was fucking amazing. There yeah. was um there so like in the training course they have like uh cars and like uh piles of barrels that represent like a bunker or something whatever. Gotcha. So they have targets there and so like I'm shooting at the targets and I'm like <laughs> I'm not don't mean to brag but I'm pretty good. So
2: the,
0: <laughs> so the pilot was able to get like good a good good handle on how to yeah. control the helicopter while I was focused on a target that's pretty and cool that that is by far the coolest thing I've ever done in my entire yeah.
1: life that sounds really fucking awesome that's pretty cool um mine would just be the time that we got to perform on stage with Bronco like that's they were just...
0: fucking massive at the time too.
1: Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. It... They brought us all out. Uh yeah. that and we performed one of their songs like with them on stage. That was like the that was really fuck I don't remember much of it, but I know it was fucking great. Yeah, that's we that's of, like, an amazing thousands of people
0: a full arena.
1: Yeah.
0: A full yeah. arena. That's yep, and awesome. they were so
1: nice to us too and like we took pictures i remember some of them were like oh i want to you know take a picture con la guarita because you know <laughs> it's the only white girl over
0: there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, i do remember that clearly they're like oh we want a picture with the little blonde girl
0: <laughs> who was the um who was the singer because that was the one oh, that most God. of them wanted pictures with i remember for some reason that i rem- i just i don't know why i remember it but you saying that you wanted a mm-hmm. picture with uh ramiro
1: oh i loved him because yeah. he was a keyboardist he yeah. was my favorite yes that, he was my favorite knew i knew it and then the two brothers like the guitarist and the drummer were kind of fighting over taking pictures with me too <laughs> and like i i got one with all of them i'm trying like, to bro she's Google a there. little
0: girl though <laughs> like,
1: right on my like, calm down <laughs> it's not that serious yeah, but they were like, it's because I'm this fucking white girl yeah. doing all this shit. Let like me see we said, if I can like find... it,
0: it being white, blonde hair, green, blue eyes, fucking. Hits oh, Lupe. For
1: Lupe. Lupe was the guy, the main guy. Guadalupe.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, Lupe. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. No, I think
1: your remember. sister liked him a yes, lot. she did. Um, yeah,
0: that's why I was asking.
1: Then, yeah, yeah, your sister <laughs> liked him a lot, but I was obsessed with the keyboardist. Like... You were
0: the only one that liked him too.
1: I loved him, yeah. Um, Which is what because, made, like, like,
0: the whole group, right, had mm-hmm. the, all all of them had their favorites. None of them, except for you, liked yeah, Ramiro. Yeah, he
1: was my favorite. And it's because around that time, because, like, I started learning piano, I want to say I was in, like, second grade. Se- second, going into third grade, when I started wanting to do the piano. And then when I started listening to this band, I was like, oh, man, I really like, this guy so he was my guy I'm like well I play piano too I like
0: the keys he plays the keys yeah and I'm
1: like why not yeah that
0: makes Um, perfect sense
1: so but he was yeah he was just my favorite all the time and I think our aunt has pictures of that still to this day but I I do believe I took a picture with him because I really wanted one
0: I have a clear clear memory of Mm -hmm. you guys you all dancing like you're doing you're on the street you're wearing like tie-dye shirts with hats and shit yeah and you're shooting a commercial for univision univision
1: yeah yeah
2: yeah
0: and we're on the street you guys are on the street i'm just there watching and you guys are all dancing and someone's hat falls off while you're recording it i no shit run into it like hey put your hat back on. This is television. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> I have the clearest memory because it's it's one of those things where I think back on it and I'm a little bit embarrassed. Like, I, I was just a naive kid. I was like, uh, you guys are on TV. You're going to be on TV. Put your hat back on. But it's I It's
2: like, stay professional, yes, people. <laughs> be a
0: fucking professional bitch. Like, what are you thinking about? Put your fucking hat back on. But... <laughs> I didn't i did it just did not cross my mind to think like oh, they shit. are recording for TV get the fuck <laughs> out of the fucking frame it just didn't cross my mind
2: I don't remember that at all
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember whose hat it was i re- I do remember oh, they shit. were next to my sister they okay were, it was not my sister they were next to my sister
1: okay I'm like I don't even know man <laughs> uh <laughs> That's oh. hilarious.
0: Yep.
1: Oh, man. I do remember in that group, I had my own little solo where I did ballet. Um, no shit. backs. Cook- yeah. I, I had my own little segment. And um, it's funny because I tried to do ballet around at a young age, too. But my teacher told my parents, like, she's not going to be successful here because she's not flexible enough to this day. Still not <laughs> flexible. So... They took me out of that, um, and I instead did like jazz and hip hop, where I really shine. Oh but, yeah,
0: that's but like with a lot, um, with, lot more flavor. Yeah,
1: too. with um, like the group, like they gave me my own little solo dance, and I pretty much choreographed the whole thing by myself. It probably wasn't the right proper ballet moves, but I fucking did whatever, hey, and it, if it looked fits, nice.
0: <laughs> that's what matters.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I was like, all right, cool that's funny i don't remember being on tv
0: yep, like it, that you guys were you're recording on the street there are giant palm trees like equally spaced equidistant all the way down the street there's a little mound of grass and it goes into like a little canal ish tiny little canal and then okay. it goes into the yards uh i remember a lot of stuff about
1: i remember we did a couple of those because i remember there's like this fucking show for kids like where you showcase your talents or some shit and i remember there was one year that our cousin hosted it like
0: yeah and she sang on it too
1: yeah and i thought i, re- I need to remember what the name of that show was but <laughs> I, I, remember I remember
0: the singing part, part. i remember the singing yeah. part yeah
1: yeah, and then I remember we did one of the Bronco songs on one of them, but
2: I don't
0: remember.
1: I don't remember the one you're talking about. But damn it, I need to remember what the name of that fucking show was because it's gonna get on my nerves. But okay, now I know what. That's probably what we were recording for was that show.
0: Yeah, I, I um, expect it was.
1: God dang it! Okay, it's gonna. I'm gonna. I need to figure out the name of it because it's gonna bother me until I find what it is.
0: Uh, so- um. While you look that up, I'm going to get into our last question of the okay. light section, is what is something you look forward to every day? I work from home, so I don't really have that whole get home, crack a beer, and sit back on the couch and watch the fucking whoever play. I don't really have that because I could just watch them play whenever the fuck I want. And I can also just crack a beer whenever the fuck I want as well. Let me see. <clears throat> fucking...
1: I'm like from... For me let's see what was the question what is something you look forward to every day
0: yes a daily thing Um, that you look forward to
1: i guess (laughs) being alive
0: (laughs) oh Oh, boy that's um
1: not really no oh you
0: really got you really dug down to the bottom for that one
1: something i look forward to every day is just spending time with you know all my animals you know doing whatever I want to do, especially on a day off like today. Yeah, I guess just waking up at life, I guess. Yeah,
0: you look forward to (laughs) life in the morning. So to give an opposite-ish answer, I look forward to going to sleep. Now, the reason is not just because I'm tired. Like, fuck, at this age, you're always tired. but, Mm -hmm. But I invested and I... They're expensive, so like I got a weighted blanket.
1: Ooh, I've been wanting to try one of
0: those. I have one of those. I finally figured out what I need in my eye mask to keep to help me sleep is just light pressure. Light, light pressure on my eyes. Okay. So I have that, my weighted blanket. Um I'm um one of those types that has I, I need sound in the background to sleep. So Same. I don't, the fan is not enough. Uh, I need, That's... I play, a, yeah, I play movies, TV okay. shows, mm-hmm. audiobooks. And when I say audiobooks, I mean Harry Potter. That's pretty much it. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: It has to be something that I'm familiar with. Yeah. Because if it's not, then I want to listen. I want to know what's happening. Yeah. So, but the Harry Potter books, I've read, heard them dozens upon dozens of times mm-hmm. so futurama community family guy south park that i'm
1: like that with friends like i have to have that on if when that's your, to sleep.
0: your comfort show yeah uh community is another one that i really like it's always sunny in philadelphia is another comfort show oh
1: man i need a I I don't even know what season I left off on on that they're show. They're at 16 now, so. I know I'm like I'm trying to remember. I need to go back and see like where the fuck did I leave off because this show is great. It like, is. It's
0: fantastic.
1: Fucking weird ass people. Yeah,
0: that's oh that's what's God. so good about it. It's like they're all fucking <laughs> like they're all fucking assholes and that's what makes yeah. them so great.
1: Yeah, I love shows with assholes like that. I tried to get into community, but I'm like. I don't like it either. It's network TV
0: so it's They yeah. can't be as big same of with, assholes
1: Yeah same with like Parks and Rec I See, couldn't get into that Parks and Rec either. is
0: enjoyable but yeah It's it's lighthearted. It's too lighthearted mm-hmm. for me
1: Like The Office is another one I watch all the time And like Seinfeld um, Cause they're all fucking the same I like those personality types in a TV show The <laughs> assholes Yeah you have insomnia too, right?
0: Um yeah, I usually stay up pretty late.
1: Yeah, same. How long have you had the weighted blanket for?
0: Um uh, it's been a few years. I want to say 2021 or 2022. Okay. December like of I, that time frame.
1: Gotcha. I might look into <laughs> that. Um
0: It yeah, it's maybe, good. It's good. Yeah. I recommend it.
1: I hear it helps with, like, anxiety, too. You know, that extra pressure. So I'm like, maybe that's what I need.
0: Yeah. Um, You're sleeping in a hug is the way that they describe it.
1: Gotcha. And then you said you had a weighted eye mask? Yes. I'm trying to see if that would work for me.
0: It's, um, they're, the ones that I have, it's actually pretty cheap because they're just sweatbands for, like, exercise. So. Oh, okay. So I just, I just pull it down over my eyes and that's all it is.
1: Okay. I might I might look into the weighted blanket thing cuz I think that's what I need cuz like sometimes I'll let the dog sleep up here with me and my middle child his name is Zeus. He's <laughs> a he's my little mutt boy, but he's a big boy, but I like his weight on me.
2: So, oh, like he'll yeah. lay
1: on my my side or even if I'm like on the couch or something, I like putting him on my lap cuz like his weight feels comforting. I don't know like keeps me chill my cats I'm are like, small
0: maybe. but when they le- mm-hmm. they lay up against me i like that too and same yeah, with my like, dog when she like uh mm-hmm. she doesn't get on the bed as much as i invite her she doesn't want to but when like i'm on the couch and she lays up next to me yeah she like likes my cat that.
1: weasley uh my cat weasley likes to like slam his body on me yes he's sleeping on the bed next to me in his wake his weight feels annoying to me, even though he's a small ass cat. You get on my nerves a little bit. <laughs> to, like push him off, but my dog Zeus, like out of all the three dogs that I have, like his weight is comforting to me. I'm like, this feels nice, and he's like the most calm I think out of all my animals. Um,
0: that might have something yeah. to do with it.
1: He's like my anxiety dog. I'm his emotional support human. You know, because he. <laughs> he gets anxiety with like rain and thunder so do i oh yeah um, and then like if there's fireworks you know he has to be he only you know wants to be near me so i'm like we're our anxiety helpers but i like thunder buddies his
0: from yeah t- from ted thunder Buddies. yeah
1: so i'm a, i might need to <clears throat> look into these weighted blankets i've been like curious about them but i've heard like mixed reviews you know like some people say it it made their anxiety worse i don't know about that yeah
0: um i a friend of mine graham the one that was in the mandalay bay with me he had like Mm -hmm. when i got one and i had it for like less just almost a week and then i mentioned it uh, in our little like boxing friends group chat it's like, hey, I got mm-hmm. a weighted blanket. And then Graham was the first one. like, I fucking love my weighted blanket. Okay. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah. I might have to look into that because that sounds heavenly. And, like, my sand machine is a fan. I have to have a fan, but it's also because I hate being hot. That's Like, too. my face. My yeah. face can't be hot, but I'll, like, bundle up the rest, you know, from the neck down. I'll wear sweatpants, whatever.
0: You're and in an like oven ha- below your neck.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's yeah. like my face has to remain cold or else I could freak out. <laughs> and, like, the the word heater does not re- exist in my household either. We have fans on all year round. I'm like, if you get cold, Same. there's more blankets. I'm like, yep. get more fucking blankets. <laughs> That's exactly like when it. My, like, when my family, like, when my parents come to visit, I'll let them know, like, if it's cold, I'm like, bring extra sweatpants because that heater's not coming on. It's not coming on.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Like, I will give you more blankets if you need it, but I'm like, that That word does not exist. I hate... I can't...
0: <laughs> if you got to yeah, get up in be... the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, well, that sucks to be you.
1: Yeah, but... Um,
0: Try pissing yeah, your pants, it'll make you go... more warm. There you go.
1: <laughs> right? It's like, there you go. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, right.
0: Okay. I got one more thing. Okay. I labeled this... I don't know if you can see it. I labeled this the Q section, the dumb section. It's the okay. case. It's the queso section. Okay. So this is from that new card pack that I got, and gotcha. So I'm gonna read the question, and then I'm gonna tell you why I brought it in. If you knew a friend was being cheated on, what would you do?
1: Um, I would obviously tell my friend, and I would tell off their significant other. That's
0: what? that's exactly why I brought it in, like. I don't understand what else would you do besides mm-hmm. tell them yeah so before so what I would do is start I would tell them this like look mm-hmm. this is what's happening buddy uh, it's not your fault it's a personality flaw on them it's not on you yeah okay so with that being said I am very much willing to prank call her house Every single night between two and four a.m. for at least six months, <laughs> we will, we can and will like you don't. If you give me the address, you don't have to go. I will egg her fucking house once a week for six months. <laughs> what else? I uh, the the whole like order a whole shitload of pizzas. I don't think that works anymore in this day and age of no. like cards and stuff. But yeah, t- toilet paper. Her house, yes, that's gonna happen. Like I can make that once a month for at least six months. Like we are going to fuck her life up for a while.
1: I would um I would just blast them on the on you know all social media too.
0: Well, of course, like you got to shame them and like. post
1: like and like if my friend or me got screenshots of you know the cheater, we I would put that all over the fucking place that, too.
0: yes, thank you for reminding I will me. Like
1: totally fucking. And I would ask my friend, how else do you want to take care of this situation?
0: The one thing that I, that the main thing, if I do none of, none of that other stuff, the one thing that I would want to do is, okay, you know, uh, I know she's doing this. Let me tell Mm -hmm. you, do not confront her yet. Do not Yeah. find out when she's going to be seeing him next. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to kick in the door. While they're fucking.
2: <laughs>
0: and here is a celebratory cake. A breakup there you cake.
1: Go. There you go.
0: Congratulations. You're a fucking whore. Here you go. <laughs> and then like call her family. Like, hey, she's cheating on me right now. So that she can't. Go back and try to play the fucking victim somehow. Like, no, nope, yeah, no, nope, she's fucking yeah. cheating on me. If she tries yeah. to spin some other tale, like, oh, he was, uh, he was really mean or something. Like, why didn't you just fucking break up with him? Yeah. So there you go. That's what I would do.
1: Yeah, I would blast him all over social media. I and, would like,
0: fuck that bitch up.
1: I would do the same, like as much um... as
0: possible. And if it's a homegirl and her dude is cheating on her. Like I will fucking poop on his doorstep. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I will fuck his life up. I it's will like make right his at life. For you. <laughs> I will make his yeah. life fucking miserable. Yeah, I will because, do that because uh, because that's what you mean to me. Mm-hmm. He's hurting you. I'm going to hurt him. She's hurting you. I'm gonna hurt her. That's what's gonna happen. Not physically. Legal disclaimer: I'm not gonna actually attack anybody. Just... Yeah. Unless maybe I throw an egg at them. <laughs> but so now I want to do devil's advocate with this. Okay. If you knew a friend was being cheated on, why would you not tell them? Is there a reason? Can you think of a reason why you would not tell them?
1: Um well it's happened to me where I've had people cheating on me. My ex uh cheated on me quite a bit, but I caught it every time but his friends, you know, just still backed him up like i know some people won't get involved because it's none of their business you know they'd be like oh let them figure it out or oh maybe it's like a one-time thing is what people will think they won't do it again (laughs) some people might not do it because they think their friend deserves it because i don't know
2: (laughs) um other reasons
1: why or because they're probably trying to maybe they want to fucking like get with your man or your girl your own friends and like they're okay with it, you know. Maybe they're the ones that are involved in the cheating.
0: They're the one that's that your friends, like my friend's girlfriend or boyfriend, is cheating on them with me. Mm-hmm. So I just don't tell them. Yeah. Uh, that's very surreptitious and horrible. I've had that
1: <clears throat> happen to me too.
0: Um. So that so that was one thing that I did think of is Mm -hmm. you try to tell your friend and they think you're just trying to get with their partner yeah to which or like you don't know them that well that's that i would say exactly that i would just like hey man i don't know you that well i really i'm not trying to imply anything but something is fishy Mm -hmm. between you and your person something's up right there I don't know you that well. I don't know her, him that well. So yeah. I can't say for sure, but you should maybe look into that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, outside observer, I'm not trying to mess anything up for you. Just look into it. Something to think about.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, as far as me wanting to take your partner, like, if your partner is cheating on you, I have zero desire to to ever interact with that person. Because the, if they're cheating on my friend, they're going to cheat gonna on me. They're going to cheat on you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I I don't want to... No. I, I, I don't know. Do you... The, the old... The adage amongst the dudes that... The straight dudes is don't put your dick in crazy. Mm-hmm. If she's, like, cheating on people and, like, bouncing around with other dudes. Like, I'm not... I'm not slut-shaming. That's not what it is. It's Yeah. you have problems with commitment and I have no interest. Yeah. But that's just me. That I thought that was the stupidest fucking question. It's I, yeah. I It's like it's, it's not a matter of if I'm going to tell you. It's what what do we do after I tell you?
1: Yeah. That's all it <laughs> like, is. How do you want to proceed? Yes.
0: Yeah. The, here's the here are the facts of the matter. I saw them go into a bedroom or like a hotel or whatever together. I saw it mm-hmm. myself. I am not trying to take your chick. It's not happening. How like, what do you want to do about this? Yeah. You, if you just want to sulk, I need I just need some pertinent info. Per, pertinent info. I need phone number and address. And that's it. Let me take care of the rest. You yeah, was... You just Fucking like figure it out, man. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> like figure out like your feelings, like your your internal struggle with someone being unfaithful to you. While I will make her unfaithful to living. <clears throat> Jesus, <laughs> that had darker implications than I meant it to. <laughs> yes. Also, <geez. clears throat> well, <laughs> with all that. I think we are on our way out here. Holy fuck balls. Yeah. We're at like two hours.
1: Yeah, we are. I was like, Oh dang, man, it's Good... all these tangents I go off on. I'm telling you, it's
0: fine. It's fine. I'm going <laughs> to leave all that shit in.
1: Place. Yeah, do it.
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm leaving like, it all in. It's a
1: long episode.
0: <laughs> so on our outro here, we got socials and contacts. So if you go to lvxmedia.net, in the outro, it says lvxentertainment.net. Both of them work go there go to um the hard shell tacos page there's an email button and then there's a phone button so you can either call and leave a message if you're a fucking boomer like me apparently or you can text you can text that exact same number give us your thoughts tell us what you think if you have opinions or if you want to tell your own stories yeah. yeah. if you want to tell your own stories about the questions we had, or you had question, you have questions that you want to hear us talk about, that would be fantastic. I would love if you did. <clears throat> mm-hmm. As far as the socials, LVX Media Net on everything. Anywhere that you can find us, LVX Media Net. <sighs> Alright, so that's the socials. That's the contacts on the LVX Media Network you can find ultimate fucking casual for MMA stuff. Besides boxing for boxing stuff. I reference both of those like boxing and MMA stuff throughout the show. And you can find those. If you want to hear more of my dulcet tones, if you want, uh, I, I will talk at you about something that you have no interest in and you can just go check out those shows and that's, that'll do it. Okay. So with that, all said parting words lily the floor is yours
1: just uh thank you for listening you know if you can leave us some reviews share the podcast definitely send us some questions if you have any or share your own experiences with us and i just hope you guys have a good weekend or week weekend good
0: week coming up yep yeah do all that internet shit uh, like, share, subscribe, whatever, uh, follow. I don't know what the fuck the words are anymore because I don't follow, know. Follow, subscribe, yeah, you know, yeah,
2: follow,
0: yeah. <laughs> follow, subscribe, uh, sublow. I don't know. Do all that. Do all the internet shit. But as always, keep the queso off your fucking tacos. I don't give a shit if you live in Texas, and I don't give a shit if you've lived in Texas your entire life. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Keep the queso off your fucking tacos. I agree. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and with that uh, angry outro, that's going to do it for this episode of hard shell tacos. Thank you very much for listening.
2: Oh my God. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you have any questions or comments on what was discussed or have a topic you'd like to hear on the podcast, you can leave a message on our unattended phone line at 833-589-7637. That's 833 lux pods For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lvxentertainment.net.